Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about imposter syndrome. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, I think that I can't be a software developer anymore. I am suffering from severe depression and imposter syndrome. I graduated a while back and I got fired from my first job after college due to low performance. And I have a fear that the same thing will happen again. What should I do? Well, let's get the the first and obvious things out of the way. First and foremost, if you are suffering from depression, uh, I'm not sure if that is because of other factors in your life apart from the the way that things have been going in your career. That is definitely a factor. I don't think that there is ever a way to really just say that there's one one thing that is responsible for the emotional state of a human. There's usually varying fact, different factors and they all have different levels of impact. And <clears throat> sure, this might be one of the main things that you are facing and maybe fixing this specific problem is going to help a lot with your depression. But I think that you should give it uh, uh, you should take it a little bit more seriously, uh, seriously than that, and talk to somebody. The, the it's usually uh, I found the best medicine to almost any turmoil, internal turmoil, is always to talk some to somebody. It doesn't even have to be someone who is professionally trained. If you can't afford that, start by talking to someone who is willing, a good listener. Find yourself a good listener that you trust enough to actually unload a little bit on and see what happens, see what f falls out. I think that that is the first and foremost thing you should do. As for you getting fired from your first job uh, b due to low performance, that is something that will happen. It is something that happens to a lot of people. It's, uh, well, it, it, it technically it happened to me as well. At my first job, my uh, performance wasn't good enough. It didn't really matter because I had already found and I had already decided and already moved on to another job so I already had something else in the pipeline and was moving along uh, but I did realize they actually told me later on that they were going to let me go due to this exact thing and I can t tell you how the whole thing played out for me and hopefully you will relate to that situation and maybe you might get a bit of energy to to try to get yourself the next job. Because the thing that was going on for me was that I was in a very, very small company where the like the like we didn't even know if we had enough money to survive the year. And I was fresh out of college. I had never done professional work in my entire life. I was way out of my depth. And I was working in an environment where they basically needed me to produce at the senior level or at the very least at a fairly experienced mid-level. And I just couldn't cut it. I, they, the, like the stakeholders were very inexperienced themselves. Uh, they didn't really know how to run the company and the pressure was on. So what they really needed was someone who could just churn out code and produce a lot of value. And that was just me. That wasn't me at that point in my career. So what I did was that I thought to myself, okay, I need an environment where I can take things a little bit slower and an environment where I have access to people who are stable, like senior co-workers. And so I, was ex I went on a few minor interviews before I was called up by a fairly big company 
and I passed their interview and I can only tell you that f moving from this tiny little startup to this m gigantic corporation and getting the co-workers that I had was the best thing that had a has ever happened to me ever I can't really I can it I, I will credit that change with practically making my entire career I am the developer I am today because of what happened I'm not even sure I wouldn't be half the developer I am today if I hadn't uh, made that switch. And the thing I want you to understand is that being fired from a job or not making it in one company, that doesn't mean necessarily that you can't make it in the next one. And you always have only one choice, as I like to say. And this is how I live most of my life. And that is that you have the choice of sitting down and feeling sorry for yourself. Or you can get busy and start working towards something new or towards the next thing. And you need to do a little bit of both. The, I don't think it's not healthy to tell people that you should never feel sorry about your, for, for yourself or you shouldn't, um, shouldn't be able to collapse. You should. If you want to sit down and cry and you want to feel really shitty for a little while, do that. It is basic basic human therapy. It's the thing that we've been doing for hundreds of years before we had therapists. Crying and feeling sorry and uh, feeling like everything is shit is a way for you to deal with a lot of the stress and anxiety. The thing that is important is that once you have gone through that process and you have felt really bad for a little while, at some point you should start to feel a little bit better you should start to feel like yeah fuck those idiots or like whatever you should find some mechan uh, mechanism it's a very, a very popular mechanism for people is to start hating and like blaming the people that you used to work for that they're idiots and so forth and then that should give you the boost to start standing up again dusting yourself off and continuing to the next thing and that is the thing that I really think that you should try to do now because the thing that you have with the imposter syndrome that's not going to go away until you build up your self-confidence. And in order for you to build up your self-confidence, you're going to have to get further up on what I call the scale. The scale is, uh, there's probably a more, like I am, no, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a life coach, I'm not nothing like that. I can only give you what I've found from living my life and that is that the scale is the thing that determines most of what how people feel on the inside and the scale is something very subjective everybody has their own scale where which is just a value system where you feel that you are in different areas it can be in in love in money in social status there can be all kinds of ranges right in to, in comparison to other people or to other factors it doesn't have to necessarily be people just other things. You know where your spot in the world is, your place in the universe. And the higher up you perceive yourself being on that scale, the better you're going to feel, the higher your self-confidence is going to rise. And imposter syndrome is usually directly correlated to the fact that you feel like you don't really know what you're doing, you feel like you're like a worthless developer, you feel like you can't produce, all of these sorts of things. And the only way for you to, to fight that is to get yourself into an environment where you get confident enough that you can continue learning and continue growing and at some point if you continue and you work hard enough you will get to a point where you can pretty much produce 
and the like the, there's so much more to self-confidence and how to feel secure in the on the inside it's not just tied into work the thing is like you guys even if you are the best programmer in the world and i have people that i work with that are that that good they are people who used to work for the like big fan companies and uh, the most prestigious prestigious companies in the world they are still very insecure and just because you're a great software developer that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to feel perfect on the inside there's more to it but i can't cover all of that in a video and i'm honest to god probably not qualified to give life lessons on a youtube channel to vast well to a bunch of people so what i want you to take away from this is that if you are suffering from depression uh, make sure that you talk to somebody. It doesn't necessarily have to be someone with professional training, although that can definitely be something you should consider, especially if you have very severe issues. Remember that depression is best shared. Share it with somebody that is willing to listen to you and have them help you reflect a little bit. Just have them rubber duck with you, basically. Emotional rubber ducking. And as for getting fired from your first job, get in line. Every single person that I know has had issues, even the best programmers that I work with started in various roles or had issues finding new, their first job and some, in some cases they got fired. Yours truly included. It happens. And the thing that you have to do is, all, is the same thing that you always have to do. Feel sorry for yourself and then stand back up again and go and do the next thing because that's the only thing that you can really do if you want to continue becoming a software developer at the very least or you can of course pick another profession or you can pick a different route in life but even if you do that choice is always there whenever things get rough that is always what's going to have to happen because just sitting around waiting well that might work but it's uh, it's less likely to work than if you try to work towards a better future for yourself and that thing working for the uh, working towards the next thing is the main contributor to dealing with imposter syndrome because self-confidence comes from the, your sensation of achievement and accomplishment and that is usually tied into where you feel that you are on the scale where is you where are you in comparison to the rest of the world do you feel that you're pre doing pretty well or do you feel that you're not doing so well that is the thing that is going to dictate most of your internal state have a great day